Hey, welcome to another episode of Behind the Bar podcast brought to you from the coaches and clients of RT Fitness Durham, Sunderland, and of course the Barbell Club, where we take you from complete beginner to photo shoot ready. If you want any information on this, our link is in the description below, so give it a click. So on day show, we have coach of eight years, Dan, this is the first one we've done. Our timetables have been all over the place trying to um, get him on, but I've been dying to get him on. Um, on this one, Luke wasn't available to do the recording, so it's a bit all over the place uh, because I had to keep running back with the forward to the camera. But hey, there's still some great content in there, great insights with Dan. There is going to be a part two of this because it had to end because I'm useless with the camera. Uh, only had an 8 gig memory card, but yeah, it's all good. Enjoy it. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Who is Coach Dan? Uh, so I'm Dan. I've been at RT Fitness for eight years, which is fucking mental, isn't it? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I coach the six and seven o'clock barbell and the quarter past nine carnage. So how old were you when you first started? 20. <laughs> would have been, yes, it would have been Octo well, September, October 2014. You just turned 20. Just turned 20, because then I had to be 21st here afterwards. Oh, that was one of the song and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that was good, that actually, wasn't it? I tell you what's mad actually when you think over that year, how much busy you'd actually got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like that was like like that was a good group of early morning, six fifteen is on cards, wasn't it? Like when for your yep. birthday, but if you think from where it was in the January. Because that, that was the thing when you when you first started here. You well you started here you asked to start here. Yes. Was it yeah. was a uh, work experience? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, mad. But I suppose you know is how many people do it. It's probably the best thing you can actually do. Yeah. Tommy realistically, did it. when yeah, but when you start studying, you aren't really actually good for anything. In the yeah. sense of you're just starting out. Um, so the only thing you can offer anyone is your time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Up until you sort of learn how to do anything. It's do you know it is. I'm trying to instill that in Jake yeah. at the minute. It's like he, he's got all these opportunities in the world and if there's something what he's actually passionate about, I'm saying, Jake, just offer your services for free. Oh, and if you've got that um, experience behind you, it's straight away experience on your CV. But as well, it's most people, they aren't going to take the piss out of you. In a sense of like, if you go and help someone, do you know what I mean? It's more than likely it's going to turn into something more than that. Do you know what I mean? Like someone's not just going to have you turn up forever and just help them for free. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, Chances yeah. are it's going to evolve into more of a role. Yeah. So why not? Do you think everyone should do that? Definitely. We actually, it's quite funny, I was listening to a podcast yesterday. It was the DeFranco one. It was on about what he would do to revolutionise the fitness industry. Right. And he went through his things of like, it should be like a degree, this, that, the other. But part of it was an internship. Yeah. The first month you should be there, picking up weights, cleaning floors, right up, just doing, basically being a dog's body. Yeah. Just be in that environment. Yeah. Because everyone now expects to start and they want to be spotting people, program for people, doing nutrition and coaching. It's like. Or being an online coach. Well, that, that doesn't require any qualifications, does it? It requires no. being pretty and having a camera. Yeah. <laughs> essentially. But it, uh, nah, like, I. Uh, Fucking hell, I agree with you 100%, but I think it should be within any industry, in fairness. Like, it, especially if it's something you want to be in. Well, it's that thing, I mean, a lot of employers now go down the apprenticeship route rather than degrees in college, and I totally understand why, because you're getting four years of hands-on experience. Yeah. 
things like um, like any trades, electricians, sparkies, joiners, that type of thing, you're having to serve an apprenticeship, you're having to serve a period of working underneath someone who's actually doing the job. If you're just going and doing theoretical studies, how are you ever going to learn how to do the job? Yep. Like it's, you can read about coaching as much as you want, but that doesn't translate into actually putting someone through a session. Or if, well, it's on the spot, isn't it? If someone says, I can't do this. Of course, well, it's you, having the knowledge to actually be able to, well, yeah, do this instead or do that, but it has to be seamless. Do you mean you can't be sitting around going, um, well, um, <laughs> just <laughs> do don't do I mean? anything. It's, Fucking crazy. Yeah. It's an advanced thing. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's not a simple, people think it's a simple job. It's not a simple job. You think if you've got someone squat with 100 kilograms on the back, that's probably the riskiest thing most people do in their lives. Yeah. Like, during terms of chance of industry, injury, for most people, they aren't working dangerous jobs. Like, it's, it's not a drink. It's, it's their something li- you should, their lives, yeah, really, it's something it? you should um, be experienced in. It's one of the few jobs where, yes, you can make people's lives better, but you could also fuck them up. Oh, fucking like, Do you know 100%. what I mean? Like, think of, like, how many pregnant people have had. Yeah. And, like, guiding them through that period and knowing how to do that and having the experience to do that. If you make a mistake, there's no going back. I know. Like, do you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's <laughs> people underestimate like, how much of a respected job coaching should be. In the qualifications, the entry criteria should back that up and reflect that. Right. It's, it's just, you wouldn't get someone going, like, in any other situation where you're in charge of people's health and body, you wouldn't just go and do a 12-week course and all of a sudden you're a trainer. Like all of but that's what they expect. Well, that's what it is now, but yeah. it shouldn't be. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It should be a respected field. Well, I mean, I, th- I think I told you with over the last couple of years where I've actually getting texts from newly qualified PTs, have you got a job? Yeah. Not can I come and help? Can I come and shadow? Can I no. come and learn from I'm you? I'm recently qualified. Basically give us a job. With an emoji on the end. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's it fucking. Is, it's, uh, <laughs> it's just. It's just strange things. If you think of um, personal training, it, it costs a premium. Yeah. It's along the same lines as things. If you want a physiotherapist, or a sports massage, or, or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Like, in all of those things, the bar is quite high. Oh like, yeah. To get it yeah, to become yeah. to become that that thing, it, it's it's a high it's a high bar. The entry criteria. You can't just rock up and do it. Yet, personal trainers should be offering a service of that standard yeah probably even more so dare I say because there's a lot more that goes into it it's and not yet, just inside yet, the session yeah, is it? and yet you can just turn up and do it <sighs> it should, it should like, I think a degree at least like a, at least right. a foundation degree should be some level or the apprenticeship yeah or an apprenticeship yeah. in which you're working under which unfortunately they've stopped qualified coaches yeah which is fantastic really we, we, you, you sort of did it. Well, I mean, I know you did your qualifications. Yeah, but then yeah. You, well, you, it, was, you, it was sort of an internship. I mean, yeah. if you think from October till the January, I was just sort of helping out. Yeah. Then from the January, it was slowly taking over the carnage. And then yeah, that, we that, put, that that's when we restarted yes, it. And then that built up. And then eventually it was helping you out in the barbell. And yeah. then, Jimmy, so it was, a, it was a nice gradual process of learning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And at the time, did I say it? I was probably already had a relatively good base. Probably better than yeah. what, I would argue, better than what a lot of people become trainers with. Yeah. But yet, I was still willing to put the groundwork in, and I still needed to. 
where you took me, was it me and Tom or me and Sarah through a session yes, when you first so started? Yes, I first came in, had a bit crap with you, and then the second time I came back and put you through a session. Yeah, that's right. So yeah, I was, I was already had the skill set, yeah. essentially what most people would consider the skill set, but I probably wasn't even ready to start coaching the barbell for at least six months after starting, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Probably longer, just... Yeah, it's, it's, not, it's, it's, <laughs> it's not something that just... <laughs> Crazy, man. Really. It, yeah, I think we could talk about that one all day. But it, yeah, yeah I mean, <laughs> but it was from, I tell, it, it was actually from when you so when you first started. Then we did because we ran in the open gym then. Yes, and it was like a ship business model, really. Well, for your time, it was. Yeah, <laughs> in a sense of like, you're realistically you're only going to get people on a morning, people on a night. Yeah, and then all day you kind of just sitting. I was fucking sat here <laughs> at a desk. It was absolutely shit. But yeah, I fucking hate it being here. Like, same. It's just fucking. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's not no the, good for anyone. Nah, <laughs> not at all. Not. But it, it 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 had to be done to obviously to where we are now. Because um, I mean that took us. The crazy thing was we like obviously you weren't here when we did the boot camp on the field, but then yes. went from there to opening a gym and then not doing them anymore. We like I took away yeah. what I was doing, what was working, and thought, yeah. oh, I'll just open a gym and everything works. That's business, isn't it? I know. It's like all any businesses is just a series of failures. <laughs> it is, which ends up being... But not stopping, like... Yeah, failures, just, yeah. which is learning points, isn't it? That's it, it's anything, isn't it? Right then, Dan. So here's the, uh, the questions. So it's just the same questions as what we've had from the other uh, Meet the Coaches one. So what do you see is the most unique or special about your... Um, well, I think we kind of touched on it before in a sense of, like, there's not many things where you can have a positive impact on people, do you know what I mean? You can genuinely change the trajectory of someone's life. Yeah. I think for a lot of people, physically, once you get into your 20s, it's almost all downhill. For most people, <laughs> Just in physically, 20s. Right. Like <laughs> mid, mid, mid 20s to 30s, if you think yeah. most young lads, um, you, you're doing PE, you're doing sport, you may be playing football. Walking to school. Stop, yeah, you yeah. get a more responsible job, you, you get a partner, you're going out more, you have kids, like, do you know what I mean? And then into your 30s, you get more responsibilities. Most people probably hit the physical peak in the early 20s. Right. And then you're going downhill, do you know what I mean? It's, it's changing that trajectory. It's allowing people to continue to push themselves and to make themselves better for as long as they keep doing it, really. But they don't. Well, that is, well, I, <laughs> I was do. I'm saying is yeah. like, if once you get people in the do stick at it, then great, do you know what I mean? But it's, it's that commitment of, well, once you start, you don't just... Stop. <laughs> so you can't have just you just have, once you start doing something, whatever that be, you've just got to keep it going. Otherwise, yeah. you're just going to go back to where you were. But yeah, so, I think that's that is the unique thing. It's like you can. There's not many jobs in which you can make improve people's lives and quality of lives. Yeah. Long term. Because you resort, It's not like say I, I know obviously a doctor must be rewarding and stuff like that, but they are generally. Putting a bandage on the wound with medication and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. But it's all good advice. Oh, like, I, I, I fucking love NHS, love yeah. doctors, all the rest of it. But we can actually get them moving, yeah. which the doctors will tell them, yes, get moving, but they're just like... Well, we get to do all the fun stuff. We get to do all the fun stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like, obviously, we don't have to deal with the awful side, the illnesses, yeah. the stuff that doctors have to do, thankfully. Um, but also, we get, we get to do the fun stuff. We get to make people more active. We get to... See the progression in the improvements, which is fantastic. Do you know what I mean? I suppose if you're, you're telling someone, look, in order to improve your health and lifestyle, you need to go and do this, this, and this, 
you don't really get to follow through with that or help them follow through with it. We actually get to spend enough time with people to take them through that change and actually see the progress in people, which you don't get that in most things. No, yeah, you're right. I mean, it, 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 do you feel as though like you can re sort of reset someone in a sense? Definitely. Um, I don't think a lot of people realise how dysfunctional their lives are. Yeah. In a sense of, and I don't mean that in a disparaging way, it's so easy to sort of sound high and mighty in, the fact, in the, that sense. Like, I enjoy socialising, I enjoy going out for a drink, all that type of thing, but there's a line, and so many people are so far over the line that don't realise how much it's negatively affecting their life in the long term. Right. And I think starting to train and come to the gym creates balance. Which is necessary. <laughs> yeah, it is necessary. <clears throat> like, I mean, I'll, I'll go off, well, no, go, go not following the structure of the ceremony. Um, going off the, um, shit, I lost my train following of thought structure. there. Following structure. Where was I at before that, Dan? <laughs> we were on about. Thing is, I'm waiting for a call for deliveries. <laughs> Well, I will get back to the uh, structure of the, uh, the questions from there, Dan. At least the cuts are short. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to the next question. I know. <laughs> um, I had something that will come back to us. Um, what advice, I mean, you've probably touched on this before, actually. So what advice would you give to someone um, just starting out within our industry? Be generous with your time. Because at the minute, your time isn't worth anything to anyone. So right. give it up for free. Get, do you know what I mean? Help people out. Use all you can offer is time, so use it and learn. Right. Because that's the only way you're ever going to be able to develop. Like most people go into training for the complete wrong reasons. What going into being a trainer? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The complete wrong reasons in a sense, like they just enjoy training. Normally it's a moment in their life, it's a moment in time. I think the average time for a personal trainer is like three to five years or something. I wouldn't be, I think that's probably, it used to be five years. Right, I'm okay. going to guess that it's probably reduced significantly since then with the advent of like people just popping up on Instagram for right. a year. <laughs> yeah. Pack in, do you know what I mean? And it's, they're going in for the wrong reason. They're going in because they like training. Right. Um, there's probably an element of narcissism in there in the sense of like they want to be able to market how they look, sort of look at me. Yeah. Um, they think it's going to make them a lot of money, <laughs> which for the vast majority of people, ain't going to happen. Yeah. Um, whatever you do in life, it should be for the right reasons. Right. And the right reasons for wanting to be a coach are you wanting to help people and you're wanting to help them improve. Um, and that's not sort of an ideology. It's just depending on what you're going into, you're only ever going to get certain things out of it. And if you go into it with the wrong mentality of thinking I'm going to be the next Instagram influencer with a billion followers, you're going to fail and you're going to be disappointed. Go in for the right reasons. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you're doing in life, do it for the right reasons. So do you think these people who, oh, I mean, they clearly do, don't they? The people with the great physiques just think it's going to come to them. You know what it is? It's that thing of good athletes very, very rarely make good coaches. Yeah. And it's the same with training. Because if you are naturally predisposed to being in shape, so you've always been, you're an ectomorph, uh, you've always been relatively in shape. The lifestyle you've lived, the way you've grew up, the sort of culture of your family, all these things that realistically we don't have any control of. It's how you brought up before you're even 
aware. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. like, it's the things you're fed as a child. It's the way you behave, the way your parents behave. It's the way the people around you behave. They are what shapes a person into whether they're going to be a fit and healthy person or an overweight, inactive person. Yeah. And if you're already that fit, healthy person, you don't realistically understand 100% why you're that fit, healthy person. You just always have been. Yeah. How can you sympathize with someone who's on the total other end of the spectrum if you've never been there? And it's the same with superstar athletes. Like the reason good athletes don't make good coaches is because they get frustrated because they can't understand why the person that they're asking to do something can't do what they can do and what they've always been able to do. Right. Okay. Do you yeah. Know what I mean? yeah, it's, yeah. 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 It's, it is. It's, if, if someone who's exceptionally good at something tries to teach someone who's terrible at it how to do something, they're going to get frustrated because they aren't going to understand why can't you do what I can do. I get that. Do you know what I mean? And, <laughs> yeah. and, and it is, it's, it's, and like I said, it's, it's almost that blame thing. And again, it's, I hate it, like, oh, they don't want it enough. It's just laziness. It's not, it's, the, most people want they it need a lot. Coaching. They just don't currently have the skills to do what they need to do. And it's about building that skill set. And I suppose the same applies for a coach. If yeah. you want to be a coach, build your skill set, get the tools, and then yeah. you'll actually be more capable of helping people. Um, with a client, create, create the means to be able to make that change, which isn't always just going to come with them. Fucking yay. <laughs> <laughs> it is. <laughs> so, this one, what's the strangest or funniest thing you've seen happen within the last eight years of being here, yeah. basically. That I can actually say. <laughs> yes. Go for it. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I can think of a few, but I'll not repeat them on right. Is it, it is, just is it all the women pissing themselves? Or, no, or worse? worse <laughs> well, not worse, but just more specific. Yeah, I think that, that 615 Warriors, Right. We'll talk about like a baptism of fire for coaching. Yeah. Get any young lad and stick them in there and they'll learn nothing will ever faze them. <laughs> it was, yeah. I mean, I laugh because sometimes like we caught about nine girls that try to embarrass us. Yeah. It's like, it's not going to happen. Yeah, yeah. I've heard every <laughs> single thing you could possibly hear. Yeah. Like, nothing you see is going to be, surprise me. So a little, yeah. little, little context, context, context? Yes. Yeah, context, two, three years ago. Age range was, I mean, I, I suppose Lumley was the younger one out the lot, but she was late 20s. Yeah, so it was more like 40 to 40, yeah. 50s, wasn't it? Yeah, 40, it was 40 to 50, yeah. really. All yeah, women yeah. in the crack was yeah. on the edge, was <laughs> Yeah. See, so, yeah, I learned a few things. It's like, it's like people go on about blow crack, but it was like that Aye, plus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was all good, though, wasn't it? Oh, that, it was that's great. A thing. It was a great group of, uh, great group of lasses. Yeah. But yeah, some of the things that they used to come out with, just <laughs> unbelievable. But it's, you know it is it? Just the crack in general. All the, all the crack's good in the classes. It is. Um, you know what it is? I know I've spoke about it before, but I feel like people get lost in the sense of you get so stuck in family life, work life. Um, people don't go out and socialise in the way they used to. Yeah. Um, and United is just to be amongst a group of people with similar interests and just laugh and pull the piss out of each other and just have crack. is such a mentally healthy thing to have in your life that so many people don't get. Yeah, it because is. Because unless you go to the pub with your mate or go out, which obviously comes with all sorts of other things, when else do you get that sort of like time to have the crack? 
it, it's one of the things why I keep pushing people, like whenever people yeah. are missing sessions, it's like, this is your time. Yeah, well, I, I put a post on Instagram last night saying like, when you miss a session, it was actually a conversation with Hope because she was twisting, saying like, you know, the sessions are getting like quieter and quieter. Yeah. Gym sessions, because it's closer to Christmas, and it spoils the sessions for other people. Like, nobody enjoys training in a dead class. No. Like, you want the atmosphere, you want other people to bounce off, and by you not attending your session, you're ruining their session. Yeah. And it's just, <laughs> it's just shit, really, isn't it? it I mean, it yeah. I mean, what I always like, I would say, like, especially Carnage, at least 10. Yeah, aye. Do you know what I mean? For a good little group. Yeah. But this time of year, like, mm. the numbers do die down. We know that. It, oh, of it's, course. It's, it's, the thing it's, is, like, I get it. People are here, there, and everywhere, but... It is how many crap yeah. excuses do you get as well? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, like, <laughs> it's cold, it's miserable. Neewa wants to de-ice the car at 5 o'clock in the morning no. to come to the gym, but... It is what it is. Choice. It's like, you're going to be eating more this month than any other month. You're going to be drinking more this month than any other month. So do you really think it's the time to now reduce activity levels down to next to nothing? Just that nice warm couch is, is more appealing, isn't it? Most people, unless you've really hammered it, over the course of the year, see you've lost a stone, probably going to put it back on by January. Oh, yeah. Just because of this one month. Yeah. So 11 months to lose it. If you've just been kind of ticking over like most people do. Yeah. Four weeks to put it back on. Restart the year in the exact same place as last year lose the same stone again. Well, it's like I always repeat this study. I can't remember the study. It was years ago. I think I just make it up now. But uh, <laughs> literally, so it's like, say you gain 10 pounds over the winter. Yes. Yeah, and then across the year, you lose eight. And then you gain 10 across the winter yeah, so again. Always. Every So 10 winters time, you're 20 pounds heavier than when you started. And it's all because of these winter months. And it's like, I, I do the same email, I do the same posts every single year. And everyone does it. Every and everyone year. does it, yeah, yeah. Again, it goes down to that thing. Like, I know it's, people don't like hearing it, but like I said, from 2030, most people are on downward trajectory. The weight's going up and up and up and up. And most people are going to be heavier at 40 than they were at 30. Heavier at 50 than they were at 40. And, it, and yes, your metabolism slows down. But how not to, <laughs> not to the extent that it justifies just constantly letting yourself get worse. You know what it is? It's one of the biggest things that motivates me. What of getting I worse? I hate the thought of getting worse. Right. Like, I hate the thought of becoming like, less and less capable. Like, I think it's awful. Like, like, when you see old men, you think, like, when you talk like old men like, in the army and stuff, and like, they're a shell. And like, I hate it. Like, I find it the most terrifying thing that eventually everyone reduces down to do almost nothing. Like, do you know what I mean? But it's your habit. This is your habits now, though, isn't it? Yeah. Like, it's your habits of, like, you, you're in this zone. You, you were, like, like, say, training three, four times a week, whatever oh, it course. is. Like, do you know what I mean? You could yeah, probably yeah. never see yourself not doing that now. Oh, definitely. It's, it's, it's that thing. It's like, I hate, that's hate the idea of it. Yeah. I hate the idea of, like, letting myself get away, like, drift away. Like, Probably so, happens so, at retirement so, age. So many people just let go of themselves. But yeah. I, I think, I, see, I think like lads in the thirties, forties, like once kids and family, and yes, it's hard. But they just let go of themselves, and it's like I hate the thought of being like letting myself just dwindle Decare. away. I like not being <laughs> capable, not being fit, not being strong. Yeah. Like I just hate it. Well, my goal pretty much every year is to be better than I was the year before. Yeah, well, and that should never stop. Do you know what I mean? You yeah. should always be trying to pr progress in one way or another. 
and again, it's one of those things people are like, oh, I'm not bothered, ah, it's easy. Like, it's just, it's what, do you really want, do you want, like, do you want to be, like, do you want to let yourself get worse? Yeah. I don't know if it's like a competitive thing or what, but I just hate the thought of getting worse. Me too, yeah. And I think it's like, when you're young, obviously you're growing all the time, do you know I mean? You're getting older, getting bigger, developing, and then it kind of just gets to that thing where it's just like a slow slump. Would you say you're still on your up? I'd, yes, definitely. Because I'm eight years older than you. What no, you? ten years older than you, fuck. Yeah, I exactly, pretty much exactly ten years. I'm ten years older than you. Definitely. But I feel as though, like, the, like, uh, like me post, I don't know if you read yeah, me posting yeah. the, the group this morning, like, where I'm not going to do the shredding, it's like, but I've been sort of maintaining all year, and I've actually felt something this year, like where it's time. like, just where it's been like, the oomph mm. isn't there as what it has been. Yeah. And it's only been well, now. I suppose now, like the age you are now, like you'll be at the point where things like natural testosterone levels and stuff do start to slowly dip away. The thing is, it's the depressing thing of being yeah. man, you know what I mean? It's kind of like women are very open about talking about the menopause, but men kind of just ignore the fact that we do go through a little oh, bit. I'm of still like, a Randy fucking Not to that extent. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, do you know what I mean? Like, like once you get, like your hormones will slowly start to work against you slightly. Yeah. It is, it's, you lose that anger. You lose yeah. that, like, that spark, do you know what I mean? It's that, like... But some men have never even had that. Yeah, and I think it's getting less and less as and well. And those people... It's getting less. faster you're, you're as well. You're kind of, like... Yeah, people... <laughs> try to, you, to pick me words carefully here. I think men used to be a lot more capable, yeah. generally. And I think work helped that. Um, like, you've seen me father, like, he's got two knackered knees... But you'll still graft his arse off, do you mean? He'll still lift yeah. as much as I'm lifting at work, do you mean? He'll not stop, like... My dad do you know does I mean? all it's the like time, never, all like, the time still. They don't, it's just, they don't let, do you know what I mean? It's like that thing of, like, they're probably still stronger than a lot of lads younger than them, do you know what I mean? And, f like, fitter and more capable, in a sense, because people don't need to be like that for work anymore. Do you know, if yep. you're just sitting in an office chair, you don't, you don't, don't need to be strong or, or anything... Yeah. I mean, that's one of my things. Like, I think every single person should have to do at least one week proper work in right. their life. Well, how about that? What, what does it increase where you've got to do the two years in the army? Oh, the military service. Yeah. Even just a few, just, just some form of thing to work out. Like, even just to go like, shit, this isn't what I want to be doing. Like, just yeah. to think, this is how Fucking the like, factory this where is I how used hard to work can actually yeah, be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, honestly, the amount of like, young kids, if anyone ever like, some holders and gets kids and helping and that it's like look this is why you're sticking <laughs> fucking don't it do is. this you can either put them on the sites for a week or in, <coughs> or in Nissan for a week honestly do you know like, like stick them like, there most people don't have a clue like how hard work actually is yeah and the mad thing is it's like we don't realise what we're calling hard work how easy that is compared to what people have actually done in the past oh wait whenever I see <laughs> the cold it's like I'm glad I'm indoors do you know what I mean <laughs> You're sort of half and half. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's a weird thing in the sense of like, humans are so obscenely capable of doing the ridiculous. Yeah. Like, I think it's like, you hear like David Goggins, I know he takes it like an extreme, but it's like most humans could physically go out there and do a marathon. Oh, yeah. Just could, like, physically, like, obviously the mental would stop, it would be slow as fuck and it would be a miserable experience. We've got 20 people to walk but, around Kaelda. But you could do it, and it's like, we are capable of things beyond, like humans can run 100 mile. They can yeah. do it, like it's, that's what this body is capable of. And most people probably don't even tap into 5% of that. 
we, some people don't even do 3,000 steps. Do you know what I mean? If you're literally just getting up, sitting in the car, sitting at your desk, getting in the car, sitting on your couch, it's like your body's so physically capable and no one uses it. You don't even have to sit in the car anymore, work from home. Yeah, like fucking yeah. laptop from it's the like how often does the average person doing something hard that they really don't want to do? Like I've, I've made a little thing with myself now that try every day, at least every week, to do something I really don't want to do. Right. Like last Sunday, went for running the pissing down rain. I hate running, but I want to make myself do things that I don't want to do. Yeah. Because I think it's just good for the mind. You've definitely just been to force yourself to do something that's horrible. <laughs> but yeah, he takes it to the next level, but just make yourself uncomfortable. Yeah. Because you can do it. And when you've done it, you feel fucking great. Like, no one goes and does, like, a physical activity and then comes home and goes, that was awful. I wish I'd never bothered. Oh, wish yeah, I'd yeah. never done it. You always feel good after doing it. Like a workout. It's just, yeah, exactly like a workout. It's just getting yourself to do it in the first place. The only thing you regret is not doing it. Well, you never yeah. regret doing well, the workout. That's the thing. It's, it's your only regret not doing like, it, isn't it? Yeah, do hard things. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> make yourself do hard things. Great. We're going to have to do one more, Dan, because I think I'm going to run out of memory. Um, we'll just go straight to the advice one. What advice would you give someone to live a leaner, healthier lifestyle? If you could give the one, one biggest tip of advice, one. because obviously you know it all and activity. everything. Activity. Steps. Just yeah. move more. In any capacity, whatever capacity it is, move more. Yeah. Because you're never, ever, ever going to be able to eat little enough, consistently enough, to maintain a healthy weight whilst being almost completely sedentary. Yep. Just can't be done. Like, literally, like, it's obscene. If you jump on that with a ski erg for 20 minutes, you'll burn 200 calories. How long does it take to eat a Kit Kat? It's, <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like, it's so, like, the balance of, like, calories is so much to like a workout to the density. if you're literally getting up sit in your car drive to work sit at your desk drive home even if you go to the gym you go to the gym for one hour how much are you realistically moving in that one hour a day is 24 hours yep it's never ever going to balance the equation you need to be moving for the, as, almost as much time as you're sitting to balance it out so how many thousand would you say 10,000 has got to be the absolute minimum Absolute minimum, minimum. Exactly. Like, that's like people think that is a goal. Like that's the goal. Like oh, I've done me ten thousand steps. Like that's that's the start. And that's again, it's not trying to be unrealistic or being a dick. It's just this is how hard it is to eat so little. Yeah, it's you can't. It's just you can't do it. Like it's you always. We all like food, and especially the way food is now, it's convenient. It's hypercalorific. It's hyperpalatable. It's just so easy to eat. The thing is, if you think of like someone's life 60 years ago, there was no technology. There was no phones. Food was very limited in the sense of, you were sort of limited to like locally produced whole foods. There was no massive international, I mean, you were so limited in what you could eat. It was almost hard to eat badly. If you go back, like if you'd want to take away, there might have been fish and chip shops. Yeah. That would probably have been it if we're talking like 40s, 50s. Well, it was probably, probably, it was probably once a week. You know, it's probably, Friday. It was probably fish and chips on a Friday, <laughs> yeah. the Sunday dinner on the yeah. Sunday, but there was no pizza shops. Yeah. You back then, you probably could not have went and got a meal or found a meal that was as, like two or three thousand calories. Now you walk along the Domino's and it's yours for. Don't a even have to walk. Well, yeah. don't even have to talk to anybody. So you know what I mean? It's, and it is. It's like so. Then you got up, 
no cars. Or the average person didn't have a car, so you'd yeah. go to work. You'd even, work. When I, even when I was a kid, people's parents You'd didn't work have cars. for like four, four to six hours, depending whether you were working on an 8-12-hour shift. You'd have some lunch, probably just some scabby sandwich. You know what I mean? People weren't, they just didn't have the money to be greedy. Work again, finish, might go for a few pints or something on the way home. That's probably what the blokes did, because there was no yeah. tellies, there was nothing else. You might have went home and messed on your garden, bed. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? What else would you do with the time? It was so, so hard to actually go wrong in the sense of the options weren't there. Now it's so hard to do it right. The whole world's designed to make you fat. And I don't mean that in the bad way. It's every, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything is, the odds are completely and utterly stacked against you in every which way they could.